Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. It is Monday. We are recording on a Monday in Louisville, Kentucky, a little early in the week. I've got some travel at the back end of the week. We're going to talk about that shortly. Thanks to everybody who's listening. We had a great episode last week, great listens last week. You can get us at thegoodmidlife at gmail.com if you want to send us ideas, suggestions, or criticisms. We all have all of that. The Good Midlife Podcast is our Instagram post. I posted a nice pic from the uh, nice video from the UK Florida game Saturday. So check us out there. You can get Richard at Kenshin Crew on Instagram as well. That's where he is doing his fun stuff with food and life. Richard is at home this week, taking a break from the road and hanging out in Louisville. I know you just got back from a run. How are you doing, Richard? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Did a uh, 20 mile run yesterday and six mile run today. So uh marathon training is finally winding down it's where i'm now four weeks out so uh thank god <laughs> <laughs> i cannot even imagine i cannot burned out burned, imagine. burned out and i might be about to lose a a toenail which is part oh, of the process nice well which which toenail which uh which which toe it's uh the not the middle one uh-huh. like right the one uh i don't know which one it is the uh uh yeah i have no idea uh, okay so i can I, feel it that's how it on hurts. your foot it's gonna it yeah it's four weeks and then uh whatever so yeah, uh, yeah. then it's uh, debauchery <laughs> i cannot wait i'm here for you for that party <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of debauchery did you get into anything this weekend uh besides watching football with you guys yesterday uh it stinks i didn't really do a whole lot i had a uh house to myself and uh just kind of took it easy and i i thought i was supposed to do my long run on saturday so i was like and then i got a cortisone shock again the the bitch of getting old uh and got a cortisone shot and i was told to take the day off so ended up just kind of sitting at home not doing anything on friday night and then uh chilled out on saturday with the anticipation of my run and uh hanging out with uh you and the guys uh yesterday at saint so uh not much anything really yeah they get korean so okay. a, a restaurant i have a a restaurant recommendation okay good i want to get that in just a minute or well you want to go ahead and give it to us what is it yeah it's comes cafe okay Where's it's that? on pop it's on poplar level road uh-huh. um so if you're going away from town yep so you go over the Waterson. It's really close to the betting facility, the Derby City yes, betting yes. facility. Okay, okay. And it's it's right in front of the basically the junkyard. Right. But, but it's like a it's a very interesting building and you would not think of they also have a crispy chicken with it. But okay. it's really good Korean food. Okay, cool. And so it's before you get to the Pussycat Lounge, right? Yes. Okay, good. I gotcha. I know exactly where it is. Um <laughs> uh Okay, awesome. I'll have to try that out. Um, we had some good food this weekend. Our anniversary was Thursday night, and we went to Repeal, a steakhouse on Main Street in Louisville. And Richard and America, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to call it. I think it's the best steak in Louisville, and it's one of the better steaks I've had in a long time. The atmosphere in that place is fantastic. The cocktails were great. Um, I didn't like their wedge salad as much as I like some other ones. And, um, you know, I had a lobster bisque that was delicious. Elizabeth had a French onion soup that was a little sweeter than we like. But all in all, the steak situation there was fantastic. The atmosphere is fantastic. If you want a fun, 
fancy dinner with your lady or your entertaining friends in town or you're in town Louisville, you know, and you want to go out to, to a really nice dinner, Repeal is is fantastic. I'm two thumbs up on that place. Well, I, I'm a swing of asset. I should just go like tonight or tomorrow then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, yeah, that'll save you a little cash. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And be in the doghouse for the rest of the year. Right, but, hey, right. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, hey, she's yeah, in Italy, she man. Cares. You can buy a yeah. steak. She's in Italy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, she going to know. Did she listen? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> now I'm in trouble. Um. Friday night we went out to Third Turn Brewing, which I think I've mentioned before. It's yeah. in, and it's it's really good. I had some, they were doing their Oktoberfest, so I had some German beer and some uh, German style beer and some pretzels, and it was delicious. And Saturday was the big day, man. Kentucky, Florida, and it was a beat down at Commonwealth Stadium, and it was one of the most fun days I've had inside of that place. And I've had a few that were really good, but that one ranks up there because Kentucky came out. They brought it hard. The crowd was into it loud after it and just physically dominating football by Kentucky. And that was a lot of fun. And you watched some of it, I think. I, I did. I did. I, I still get very nervous and, and, and try to watch it from afar with like certain, like just checking ESPN every once in a while. Uh, uh, but yeah, I did. And I got to see the highlights and, Man, it was exciting, and I think we need. It's like I don't. I can't remember if we did. We talk about Mark Stoops' quote. Oh yeah, yeah. About, we talked about him telling us to pound beers. There were many yeah. signs at tailgate said pounding beers for Stoops on the way in. So the crowd was into it. The crowd did our job. We hit the beers and we we were loud. We got after it. Good, good, good. So yeah. mission uh, accomplished. Yes. So what is that? Four of five now with Florida. So it's three in a row and four of six. And okay. really, we should have won five of six, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's the, the the Kentucky program is better than Florida at this point, and there's the talent on the field is much better right now. So, I never thought I would see that in my life. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I I I, I, ha I have to as we talked about last week. The last time I, I saw a noon game against Florida, it was it was supposed to be an incredible game, like it was Saturday, and it was a train wreck. So, I gotta. I got to give Stoops some credit. I mean, he is, he is, I, they, they just look, the parts of the game I watched, they just, they dominated the hell out of it. I mean, they looked incredible. Yep. So this weekend is, should be very, it's, it should be interesting and has a little bit more twist to it. So I, I, good for them. Yep. Um, I totally agree. Uh, this weekend's let's jump right into it. Let's talk about my picks. I, um, Went one and two this week. Uh, the two long shots I played or I gave out did not hit. I ended up not actually playing those because as we got closer to time, I found a couple I liked better. So I ended up doing okay with my own money. But for the picks, the show picks one and two, that'll take us to seven and ten. So it's time to get right. The first game I want to talk about is Kentucky and Georgia. That game opened. You could have gotten that Georgia minus 21 and a half before Saturday. Now it's 14 and a half. I'm going to stay away from that. But if I was going to bet it, I'd still bet Kentucky. Um, just given everything that's going on right now, but I'm not going to bet that I will bet a game being played by another school in Kentucky. And I'm going to bet the, the Louisville Notre Dame game, Louisville hosts Notre Dame. The Irish are giving six and a half, six and a half point road favorites. I'm going to play the Irish. I watched Louisville. I think they're probably a different team at home versus on the road, but they were not great against NC state managed to get a three point win. I still really like Notre Dame. They beat Duke. Duke is good. Um, I look for them to keep it rolling. As long as that number's under seven, I will play Notre Dame. 
Second one I'm going to play is I'm going to take a home team getting points, and I think this line might move up. Missouri getting six and a half at home against LSU. I'm going to watch that this week, and if that thing gets to seven or seven and a half, I'm going to fire on it because I like Missouri to keep it close. I think they're pretty good, and I think LSU is a little overrated. So I'm going to take Mizzou there. And then my third one, I'm going to go back to the well with UNC. North Carolina's done me well this year. Their home favorites, eight and a half points against Syracuse. I'm going to go ahead and take that. And um, uh, I think that North Carolina is 10 points better than the Cuse at home. And I also kind of like Bama giving two and a half at A&M, but I'm going to hold on that. So my three official picks will be Missouri, North Carolina, and Notre Dame. There you have it. Nice. Nice. All good picks. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's we'll see how they all turn out. Yeah, they're, they're well yeah. thought out picks. I don't know if they're good or not. Yeah. Um, anything else in the sports world that you want to get to before we jump out of it? Uh, I don't know if it's sports, but it's. Uh, I, I don't know if we want to touch base on this. Like the NFL season's kind of in, in full swing, and and it the, there there is a looming issue, dark cloud over the NFL. And it's it's now in its second week, and it's it's starting to kind of not maybe a dark cloud, but eclipse the games, and it's it's starting to get annoying. And Jim, do you know what that is? I do. I've got a real good idea that this has something to do with uh, Miss Taylor Swift and Mr. Travis Kelsey. Yes, yes, it, it's 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 now getting to the point. Uh, it's it, it's typical american like let's let's hold on to something and go with it and it's just annoying as hell we talked about it yeah it's it's awful we talked about it a lot last week we had a lot of takes on that and in the in the meantime um heinz has come out with a ketchup uh with their pictures on it some kind of a combined sauce god knows what the hell that is i saw an instagram post of someone who had like two days afterwards had totally done their astrology star charts and map them together and had this whole breakdown and analysis of each of their personal strengths and weaknesses and how they were such a great fit. It is just bananas. And then Richard, you sent me a new story right before we started recording. And I'm going to toss this one to you to talk about. Yeah, it, it really was. It, it, this is the, this is the best way to handle it. And and it, it reminds me a little bit of college and, and, a, and a take on college. So apparently a flight was delayed because a passenger got sick was and couldn't it's like basically the plane couldn't take off and the passenger was very sick violently sick and ill well the reason the passenger was violently ill he agreed or basically said i am going to take a shot every time to, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is mentioned in the football game. Now, if, if that that's that that is a good way to honor this, and and that is hilarious in so many levels. Yeah, I and mean, I remember when I was in college, we we did one time. It's just like we did we did a UK we did a basketball game where it's just like you took a a, a drink of beer every time one team made a shot. And the or the other team, and then two drinks if the team made a three pointer. And we did it. I think it was UK Mississippi State, um, and it was that was disastrous. I don't know why you just, wouldn't be able to remember that. Yeah, it was just simply disastrous. But back to the point is like, yes, that that is the way to handle this. But this this whole like Taylor Swift was like 
now now we got people coming like Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend coming out or fiance coming out and saying, oh, he's a narcissist. It's like, who cares? Who cares? This is, as I said last week, this has to be a publicity stunt because she is about to release an AMC, like her concert tour in AMC theaters. And he is probably, he's just reaping the benefits of this. It's just like his star. It's like, it's just ridiculous. And so and, many levels. And let's and so yeah, and uh the timing of this, we, we gotta go to that again because the first sighting of Taylor at the Chiefs game was on a Sunday afternoon when they were the prime game in the four o'clock window. And then the next week they have Monday night football in New York City, which is where Taylor lives as well. So um that's just kind of a perfect storm, you know. Now once once Casey is relegated to a one o'clock time spot playing the Raiders at home, um Maybe it dies down a little bit. We're still going to hear a lot about it, but um, having these primetime games, which the Chiefs have a lot of because they're really good, we're going to see a lot of it. So, um, like I say, a lot of times, just buckle up. This is going to be this buckle up. It's going to go on the whole season. It's uh, yeah, and it's like ESPN. Unless something, it's like, and we were talking yesterday. It's Saints. It's just like, when does this officially end? And a lot of the guys are convinced it ends. February the second first, week first week of March first week of March yep first After week of March Bowl. yep yep so there you have it that's the early prediction anybody would like to chime in send us an email we'd love to hear from you uh call us let us know uh I'm sure Jill will let us know her opinion yeah um uh, Melissa if, if you have any opinions on this they're more than welcome yep that's the um, official because, show prediction and yeah uh, the show prediction is first week they don't make it past the Super Bowl and, um, and or I mean, God forbid the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl right sooner. Yeah. So yep. So um, I want to stay on sports for one more quick hit. Jump off of that. We spent too much time on that as it is, but uh, we can't not talk about it. Like I said last week, but this week sports gambling became legal in Kentucky, and it was awesome. Lots of great um, options. Lots of great you know promos. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine last night and he said his wife lost her first bet during the Chiefs game when Mahomes was running and he slid rather than scoring a touchdown and she had him uh, on a prop bet to score a touchdown and she lost her mind. She was super mad. She learned about the bad beat. He said, I laughed so hard. I couldn't stop laughing. And uh, she got mad at me for that. And he said, she's never betting again. He texted me at 1130 this morning and she said, I just got this promo about a bet situation tonight. What does this mean? And can I do it? So, yeah, Yeah. Kentucky, here we are. Let's go. Um, And uh, yeah, so we're betting at our house. All of Kentucky is in on the gambling. Um, Let's shift gears. If you're ready, let's talk about something else. Um, We had a a couple of interesting news stories that kind of overlap this week. They overlap on a common theme that I, I have that I've talked about a lot, not on the show. But I contend that you can't get away with murder anymore. I think you could have. I think there was a time when you could have. You know, in the 20s, uh, America was not as developed. You could find a place to um, get rid of somebody. We didn't have DNA testing. We didn't have, um, you know, uh, a massive national database of fingerprints. But we had two major arrests this week with regards to unsolved murders that are both old. And the first one is almost 30 years old, but someone was arrested in the Tupac Shakur murder in Vegas. And then close to home, 
there was a woman who disappeared in 2015 uh, from Bardstown, Kentucky, and her name's Crystal Rogers. There have been documentaries on this, podcasts. If you haven't listened to any of it, it's a fascinating story. Um, and Bardstown is a weird place, man. I worked there for a while. It's very insular. It's hard to um, make your way in there if you're not from there. You're, you know, They do not take to outsiders well. Anyway, Crystal Rogers was uh, dis- disappeared. Her car was found along the side of the road. And eight years later, uh, they arrested her boyfriend, uh, ex-boyfriend, whatever it was. And the FBI had been out there um, earlier this year, last year, doing a massive search on his farm. So you cannot get away with murder uh, in modern times. It will always catch up with you. So that's my public service announcement. I know you wanted to talk about this too, Richard. Yeah, it's a very fascinating. I mean, the Tupac Shakur situation is interesting because I know they kept saying, like L.A., the L.A. Police Department said they had it open and they were investigating it in LA and Las Vegas police department kept it open and stuff like that. It, it's weird when like DNA, like all of a sudden find somebody guilty and it's been 30, 40, 50 years. Like, Hey, we found this one hair and guess what? We DNA tested and guess what we found? Um, the Crystal Rogers thing is interesting because he was always a prime suspect. And then he is that, but there's, there's a lot of other twists that this story could have massive ripple effects because there's other things that could be potentially connected to this somehow. And this will be a very interesting, I mean, if you want a good podcast, it's like, look, I have to look it up, but it's one of, it's, it's, the story is just fascinating. And yeah, there's very it's very weird. I'm surprised nobody's made a movie of it. Yeah, there's a, something a lot of weird shit going on with that. Like her father died shortly after that. There was a situation where a state trooper was ambushed and nobody ever found out who killed him. Somebody threw a log across an exit on the interstate to Bardstown uh, and shot this trooper when he got out of the car. And his murder, I think, is still unsolved. Um, so a lot of weird. And stuff then there's going. a woman and her daughter that were murdered at their home. Yeah. I, like I'm telling you, man, Barkstown's a weird place, and it's uh it's deeply ingrained with like the um the bourbon industry, the cornbread mafia, marijuana industry, and it's if you read things about Barkstown, it's one of the most charming towns in America, and it's very beautiful, very historic. But the people of Barkstown, again, do not take well to outsiders, and there's there's just stuff there, man. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, uh, a friend of mine's uh, wife did a document with of like 2020 or something dateline and did a documentary there and the police basically told her do not stay here at night yeah i mean it's small town america it's it's not even small town america it's small town america kentucky it's tiny it's weird it's it's just fascinating what is i think it's twelve thousand people is that right i i have no if that yeah i think it's about that yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, uh, it's it really is interesting. And I think everybody has felt like the boyfriend had something to do with it and couldn't figure out why they could did not why it's taken so long. But obviously it's taken so long because they didn't have enough evidence. And if the FBI gets involved and they make an arrest, you know, they've got enough to nail you to the wall. So I feel like the the details are all going to come out in this and he's not going to not going to get yeah, off. Yeah, it's like when when the Commonwealth reached out to the FBI to get involved, then 
they they had I, I think they had ideas and probably some evidence. They just needed the FBI to really come in and like take it over and really run with it because that that's when you bring the full weight of the federal government on you, then then you're in serious. Yeah, there's a, a lot more resources <laughs> there than what we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Um, speaking of the federal government, you know, I've had so much fun. We're in the middle of our fall. We're in the middle of our um, just my favorite season. I'm so busy between football. I've got travel coming up, all the things. And I just have not looked at the news very much lately, and which is good because um, it's pretty depressing. Um, but there were two news stories I want to talk about. One, I, I texted you. This came up last week. And President Joe Biden's dog bit a Secret Service agent. This is the 11th biting incident with Biden's dog. It's a two-year-old German shepherd. Now, everybody else in America, if your dog bites somebody 11 times, there's some stuff's going to happen to you, right? Like, you can't just keep letting a biter loose around people. Yeah, yeah, it's, yep. Yeah, that that dog. I hate to say it, the dog would probably be put down. I mean, or taken, sent off to a farm somewhere or something. Yeah, or, you yeah. Know, something like that. And like, I know if you're the Secret Service agent, you're supposed to take a bullet for the president. But are you supposed to like, you know, take a dog attack? Is that from the president's own dog? Well, uh, and and the funny thing is, yes, the White House grounds are very large, but it is also a very small it area. Is. It's like. It's like, yes, the Secret Service could take the dog out and walk the dog. It's not like, I mean, Biden could probably go out there a little bit and do that, but, or the Bidens. But majority... It's, Biden it's, is it's, not walking that dog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, the dog doesn't want to be there. It's like either take the dog out and it's like they have a cat. Just keep the cat. It's just like there's, there's memes about the cat. And it's just like, let the cat just take the dog. You, you got to cut you. Just take the dog someplace else. Yeah. It does yeah. not need to be there. It's no, like, not at the White House. No. no the White House is not, not the place for German Shepherd. It's a place no. for, you know, a, a little Cocker Spaniel or something. Yes. yes. Um, all right. I saw this one today. I don't know if you've seen this. I'm going to just read you the story, um, the first paragraph. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts is facing a lawsuit related to a, quote, injurious wedgie, close quote, that court documents allege resulted from riding a 214 water slide in the Typhoon Lagoon water park in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. Have you ever heard of this nonsense? Now, this is one of those water slides where it's like almost a straight five-story vertical drop, and then it then it planes out at the bottom. Have you ridden one of these before? No, no. I, I they're pretty fun. I've done it. I'm I'm too old for that shit now, but that was pretty fun back in the day. But um, the woman, there's a man and woman celebrating the woman's 30th birthday and the whole thing goes on to talk about wedgies and how a wedgie for a woman could be much more severe than it can be for a man and she's seeking fifty thousand dollars in damages plus interest and court costs richard what what kind of wedgie would it take for you to to say i'll do that for 50 grand i don't know i it's like that's not that much money i mean disney, no i mean disney makes that in like uh, a second a millisecond but you like, can't pay I, that off you cannot pay off a wedgie lawsuit from a water slide you you cannot pay that off you can't settle for the full amount anyway like you can settle for 10 grand or something but you can't have that out there as president <laughs> i i don't know i mean 
Yeah, I guess. I guess because if fifty thousand, then the next one's a hundred thousand, then the next. I mean, it, could, it just could go on and on and on. But I mean, that's not that much money, though. I mean, it, no, it, it's just amazing that one. It's I mean, at least she's just doing it for fifty thousand dollars. I mean, right. Bravo for her. It's like I'm sure as attorney hadn't got on that, and so it's like, no, we're suing him for ten million dollars. So I mean, that that's that's very interesting. It's right. bananas. It's you're you're going doing a five story drop. It's one of those deals where that's that, you get what you get. You know what you're signing up for here, right? You know your body yeah. parts. You know what happens. We've all had wedgies before. Most of us haven't had them since we were like eleven. But you know, we all know what the wedgie is. Do you know any adults that give wedgies? Have you ever talked to an adult that's given a wedgie or gotten a wedgie as an adult? No, no, I don't <laughs> think so. No, no. I mean, maybe in kidding, uh, but okay. no, no. So okay. no, 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 not wedgies. really. No. no, okay, no. Uh, okay. Um, no, I, I don't either. Um, it's. I saw that headline today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid yeah. as usual. And then it's it's she's probably a, uh, a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey fan. Right, right. Oh my God. Um, well, yeah, that's ridiculous. So th those are more interesting news stories than other stuff that's going on and is depressing. Um, so with that, I'm going to jump to the next topic, which is I'm going to New York this weekend and going for a wedding. Going to have a great time. I'll post a lot of pictures. I'll have some stories, tales from the city next week, I'm sure. Two things I want to ask. Number one, Richard, do you have any, are, are you, have you been to New York a lot? Do you have any favorite places in New York? I've been in New York two times. Okay. And uh, I have a, I can't answer that. It's like I, I did enjoy myself when I was in New York. I, I didn't get to do uh, New York properly. I mean, yeah. it's just like I did, I did one time. And then it's like the second time I went up there, I was there for, I think, a day. And then we went out to the Hamptons. So it, it didn't really count. Um, so no, I haven't spent a lot of time in New York. Maisie and I've talked about taking a, uh, a trip up there uh, and spending some time. I'd like to do that um, because I'd like to experience the foodie side of it, uh, shows, 9-11 memorial, everything along the I'd like to be, I'd honestly like to be a tourist in New York and do very touristy things. It's pretty damn fun. I love New York City. It's one of my favorite cities in America. And I've been several times. We are doing the 9-11 Memorial this time, which I'm very excited about because I've been down and by that site at multiple phases from the buildings being there to them being excavated to the waterfall exhibit to now going finally to the museum. So I'm very looking forward to that. We've got some other stuff going on. We, it's a lot of family. We've got a wedding we're going up for. So one of the things we wanted to do, we were recommended a tour of Central Park, which is, uh, you know, a short walk. In the fall, tour. like the song? Yes. No. <laughs> um, but it's a movie tour. You stop by sets, you know, places where iconic movie scenes were shot in Central huh. Park. Huh. And it was all booked. So nobody could. So we couldn't do that. And I said, well, I know the lower third of Central Park pretty well. I'll just I'll figure it out. Like, I'll I'll make our tour. And we'll walk and we'll stop and I'll I'll tell you what movies were shot here. And so I've done a little bit of research. I've got our map. I've got about a 46 minute walk without stops. And we're going to catch. Uh... 
No stopping. Keep going. No, no. Well, no. I mean, like, it's forty six minutes if we know, don't stop, and knowing we're going to stop, like that's that's so it's that's, it's a doable walk. We're going to see a lot of cool stuff. I'm really excited about it. I'll report back if it's a success. I'll be happy to give anybody the <laughs> access to the details. If it's a failure, I will laugh at myself and um, tell stories about how that didn't work out very well and we got lost and uh, you know, um, exactly, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but that's it. Our, the wedding is going to be very cool. It's leaving um, out of the, uh, the the shipping district or something. I don't know. Uh, seaport, the seaport. And the wedding is on a boat. They get married on the boat. Then we take off and we cruise the harbor for a couple hours having dinner, drinks, and dancing. So I'm pretty pumped about that. That's going to be very, very fun. A very booze cool. cruise is what you're yeah, talking Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in New York Harbor, like, come on. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Awesome. New York is one of my favorite cities. I'll tell you, I've had this conversation a lot of times and, and I've gone back and forth with different rankings of my favorite cities in America, but my favorite is Chicago. Yeah. And my second favorite is New York. And my third, it's probably right now, recency bias tells me that it's DC, but I could get there with Boston. I just haven't been there in a long time and I need to go back again. So I would, I would say my top three are Chicago, New York, and then DC, Boston in, in kind of some sort of an order there as the third one. Um, what, do you have a ranking? What? How would you rank your favorites in America? I, I, I'm like you. I love Chicago for a lot of reasons. I mean, I, it. I haven't been up there in probably five years, so it's been a while since. I mean, I haven't been. It's like I just haven't been up there in a while. Um, because of pandemic, everything, a lot of other things. I've not traveled. I used to travel up there almost monthly and and loved it and and love the city love the atmosphere love it in the summer love it the harsh winters are a little tough at times but it's still fun um i i like it's i don't i, I don't know if i can give a two and three um i do love san francisco even though it's poop city usa now um it's i i love the bay area um and a lot of because i think it's just like i just i like northern california a lot and and like wine country i mean you can get to wine country you can get to the beach you can do a lot of things it's just like i really like the bay area a lot even though it's kind of kind of gone downhill a little bit um I haven't been to Boston, like I've flown into Boston, but I've not, and Maisie and I, it's another city Maisie and I are supposed to go to. Um, so I, I think I, I, right now it just stands alone at number one um, at Chicago, and then I'll have to come up with two and three at some point. Okay, you got to get to some cities. I love San Francisco too, and it used to be in my top three, maybe top five for sure. We went four years ago. Uh, for our honeymoon and went to Napa and stayed a few days in San Francisco. And it, like you said, it's gone downhill. It's one of the best food cities in America. The food there is unbelievable. I still had the best Chinese meal I've ever eaten on that trip in Chinatown. Uh, it's beautiful. The Bay is beautiful. The Golden Gate Bridge is one of the most compelling structures ever built by humans. I cannot take my eyes off of it. Um, but it's more crowded. The driving there is one, it's one of my least favorite cities to drive in. It's gotten more crowded. Um, greater homeless situation, just a little bit less pleasant for a tourist and probably for someone who lives there as well. We smelled weed everywhere, and I realize that's ubiquitous everywhere now, but that's just another thing. 
Uh, but the weather out there, I'm with you. The weather in Northern California is beautiful. I love it. I just, I love Monterey. Monterey's I love awesome. Monterey is one of my favorite. Yeah. I guess, Marin, I mean, Marin County a city, but that's not really a, it's like, if we're looking at large metropolitan areas, Monterey doesn't count, but uh, yeah. So. I also really like, like, it's like when you talk about places that have some really high end upside, but a lot of low end downside, I think New Orleans is in that category too i think the food there is as good as anywhere in america the history the art it's a cool as hell place but it is not a particularly it's just not as safe as it once was a lot of crime um it's not i love i love the food i love a lot of the things in new orleans but it the downside keeps that um keeps it from going up my list a little bit i think memphis and new orleans are tandem in that regard like i love the food of memphis there's a lot of aspects I really, really love about Memphis, and but I, I haven't been to New Orleans. I don't know how that's humanly possible, um, but I have never been to New Orleans, and that will change soon. But um, I, I, Memphis is like that as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Memphis has a pretty good upside. It's more fun than you think it is. The food there is great. There's some cool stuff to do as a tourist, you know, from Sun Records to Graceland to Beale Street. Um, I went there, I had a friend who was doing a residency there and I helped move him in and then went and hung out with him for the SEC tournament one year. And he said, we got to go to this bar. I got to take you there. And it's called Rayford's Hollywood Disco. And they didn't have tap beers and they didn't have canned beers. All they had were forties. You bought a beer, you got a 40 and four cups. It was amazing. That is Uh, amazing. It was 1997. Who knows if it's still around, still doing that, but that was, uh, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, Memphis is Memphis is very interesting in that regard. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's Charles. I, I kind of like Charleston a little bit, but that's I don't know. I haven't spent time in downtown. It's like that's more of a vacation spot. But and then I I don't know if Asheville ranks up there because I love I hate the traffic of Asheville and downtown's kind of like San Francisco at times, and it's like. But I, I love the mountains, and I love being in the mountains. And Denver's not too bad either. I will say that. I'll say I've never been to Denver, and I feel like that might go real high on my list when I go there. I love Asheville. I wouldn't put it in this list just because it's a smaller town. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. Lexington, you know, or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. What's your least favorite city? Ooh, um, uh, Louisville, Kentucky? No. Oh, um, watch yourself. <laughs> I think we can, we can listen. We can all agree that it's Baltimore, right? Yeah, there is some sides, but I, I, yeah, yeah. Baltimore is a very interesting. Jacksonville, Jacksonville okay, might okay, be one of yeah, them. Okay, all right. The ball game, and I was like, where the, where are we? Yeah, L.A. Wait a second, L.A. Possibly. Yeah, I can yeah. get that. I can get there with L.A. I've been there, and I, I fortunately was there like on Thanksgiving weekend, so I didn't deal with as much traffic as I normally would have had to. So um, I could see how you could get there with not loving L.A. But Portland is kind of interesting, too. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'd, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I haven't been to Seattle. I'm, 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 we're talking about a West Coast trip going down the Highway 1 and all yeah, that stuff. PCH, that'd be great. Vancouver, Canada and coming down, but... Uh, I Portland is Portland's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but Baltimore uh, is is a rough, rough, yeah. rough, rough city. Yeah, 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 Baltimore. Um, that's another city I hate to drive in. They have crab cakes. The crab cakes are good. That seafood situation's really good. That's a really high point. But past that, 
I don't know, Camden Yards. What else do you have? Um, yeah. I, I've been to Vancouver. You're going to like Vancouver. That's a cool city, beautiful yeah. city on the in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, your neck up next on your travel log is going to be DC getting ready for the Marine Corps Marathon, and I certainly hope that the government shutdown does not impact the Marines coming out or any services associated with that run. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a lot of travel plans and I'm very worried about this uh, government. I think the government, it's like, I'm pretty sure they did the 45 day reprieve or whatever, but that might butt me right up against that either probably coming home or so I'm a little nervous about that. I'm not going to lie to you. This, this might be an interesting trip overall. Right. Let's come on, Congress. Let's get this done for Richard. Let's get this done for yeah. America. Democrats, Republicans, let's get united. Let's do some real work and not worry about nonsense. We need a budget. We need to have the government open. For God's sake. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. For God's sake, run for the God's country. God's sake, run the country. Morons. There you run go. Run that... the country more better, you morons. Yes, yes. Well, they're all a thousand years old, so what yeah. can you do? Yes, they are. All right. With that, I think we'll wrap up uh, on that. I think that's a note we can all agree on. Richard, do you have anything else you want to hit in our last minute and a half together? No, no, I can't think of anything. It's just like be interested to see how this Tupac and Crystal Rogers. One thing about Crystal Rogers, I just got an alert that he has requested the judge lower his bond to $10 million. No, no, it was 10 so, million. He wanted it lowered to $500,000 oh, in home incarceration. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah he, good luck he, on that. He, buddy. he wants he wants five hundred. The, the bond was set at ten million, and he wants it lowered to five hundred thousand, and get to wear the ankle brace and bracelet and hang out at home. So, yeah, good luck with that. Um, we'll we'll, we'll keep America posted on that. Although I'm sure there will be many podcasts and news stories um, doing that in a better way than we can. But yeah, yeah, we, sure. we will give you insight only as we as we do it, and it'd probably be dumber than everybody else. But yeah. That's okay. We're and having a good time. And biased as hell. There you go. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope everybody has a great week. Hope you guys win some football bets if you live in Kentucky. Keep going after that. I'm going to um, post a lot of fun stuff on the Good Midlife podcast on Instagram. You'll follow me through New York. I'll show you some cool stuff. And, uh, Richard, you keep training this weekend uh, while your wife is out of town. I hope that uh, you have a nice, quiet bachelor week with um, the dog and cat. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. All right. We're going to get out of here. We're going to keep living our best midlives. You keep living yours. Bye.